It is Thursday the 19th of September, I'm your host Ryan Kier and this is the Quantumcast. Well to summarise yesterday's market action, if you were looking at the FTSE 100, nothing much really happened. We were down a little bit in the morning and closed around neutral. But if we're going to move on to the S&P 500, otherwise known as the SPX index in the US, the contract pricing had fallen from 3,000 to 2,980 in 30 minutes. And the hour after that, it had rallied to actually be up for the day. Crazy stuff, it was up around 0.034% for close to $3,006 per contract. Absolutely crazy stuff. Okay, so before we look at anything else, today we're going to be having a look at next PLC's results for the half year ending July 2019. What we can see is that full price sales were up 4.3% and brand total sales were up 3.8% on last year, meaning that group profit had actually increased. And we are talking about group profit before tax, it was up. 2.7% in comparison to the previous year and the EPS, the earnings per share, the the metric that actually makes them look more valuable is up 7.5% on last year. They paid a dividend of 57.5 pence per share for the interim period and the profit before tax is expected to be around 725 million pounds. But before you assume that Next PLC has made growth on all fronts, if we compare their sales to the corresponding period, so July 2018 last year, their retail sales are down 5.5%. So that is indicative of the weaker retail market. In fact, the overall retail market that's out there in the UK. Online sales though have been soaring. They have increased by 12.6%, a total nominal value of around 110 million pounds versus the 50 million odd pounds lost from retail sales. So Next is actually reporting growth. That's a positive sign. And thus they get group sales, total group sales that is, up by 3.7% to 2.058 billion pounds. Very impressive stuff considering these are only the half year results. Crazy stuff to say the least. If we have a quick look at the statutory results, as we mentioned earlier, sales around, let's just say two billion pounds, up 2.7%. Profits before tax up 4%, but profits after tax, that's the important figure to look at, up 3.9% to 2669 million pounds that is impressive and yes it would be a bad idea to extrapolate the data but next have actually mentioned that they expect their full year profit or group profit before tax in this case to be around 725 million pounds up literally three tenths of a percentage point on last year so they haven't mentioned the Profit after tax, but that doesn't matter. That's quite difficult to estimate. But uh, as we mentioned, they've made 266.9 million. I can only assume that the second half of 
the year will have higher trading volumes. They could use the excuse of maybe colder weather. I don't know, <laughs> a simple excuse that most companies that sell clothes use. For example, Superdry in the past have used that. They used warm weather as an excuse, in fact, as to why they couldn't sell enough of their clothing, because those guys provide a lot of, how should we say it, cold weather clothing. Just a lot of jackets, puffer jackets, big coats, and all things of that nature. But hey, if we look at next, for a company of such a large size, the finance costs of 53.5 million are relatively stable and they are also quite similar to how they were before, which is totally fine. If we look at the shares, we can see a market cap of 8.2 billion, and that's what I was talking about, a large size. If we give them, I think let's do a quick calculation just to save ourselves some time. So assume they make 725 million before tax, we'll just assume that they don't have any tax credits, so 580 odd million, and we divide that by their 8.2 billion pounds market cap, that gives them a price to earnings ratio of around 14, which actually aligns with the estimation put on Google. For once, Google actually may be right. But by having a look at the 52 week price action, I can see that Next has had quite a tough time. When we had our peak drawdown for the year in indexes, the price of Next had gone down from £55 per share to around £40 per share. Talk about a summer sale. Well, it was December, so a winter sale. But the shares had rallied from that point all the way to £61 per share. That is a 50% increase from lows. It, with reference to the previous level, it's up 10% from where the indexes were actually at highs. So to say the least, we could say that Next are an outperformer. In the past month, their shares are up around 8%, past five days, up around 1%, up from lows by 3%, down from highs of around 0.2. So they are nearing their highs, recent highs at least. All time highs were around eight pounds per share in 2015, before the prices tumbled to around 36, 38 pounds per share. But uh, at a valuation of eight billion pounds and still being able to deliver such impressive growth, Next is still a value stock to say the least. In fact, if they are able to increase their profits next year, despite global uncertainty or recession risks or uh, even the hated B word, Brexit, if, if that actually makes any impact to their sales, they may find it difficult to provide such similar growth. If we look at their shares over the past five years, they've been mega volatile, up to 80 pounds in 2015 October, down to 36 pounds in July 2017, June 2018, 60 pounds, December 2018, 40 pounds. Now we're at 60 pounds. Just imagine that in your head, it's, it's up and down like a yo-yo. There's no other way we could really put it. Okay, now moving on to Sound Energy PLC. We've just seen them release a half year earnings report. And that is for the six months ended 
the 30th of June 2019. So, they have given some highlights for the operational and corporate activities. Preparation for their 2D seismic for City Mokhtar has been announced. Also, a completion of interpretation of seismic data for the Eastern Moroccan licenses. These two things that have been given aren't actually any movements. They've also mentioned marketing processes for the Moroccan licenses. Nothing special. This has been known to market before, so we wouldn't take it as any amazing news, nor horrible news. It's just the company giving a normal update to their shareholders. With cash balances, as of the 30th of June 2019, Sound Energy reported a cash balance of 11.1 million pounds. And this, I believe, includes the equity placing to raise 2.4 million pounds at 10 pence per ordinary share, completed in June 2019. 2.4 million pounds for a company of a 93 million pounds market cap is merely and we should also mention that Sound Energy reported a net loss of 11.46 million pounds. And if we can break this down, 4 million odd of that accounts for administrative expenses. So director expenditure and whatever, maybe business trips. If we look at the other part, that comes from exploration costs or more so goes out to their exploration costs, 6.4 odd million pounds. It's nothing huge, but with the company's current cash balance, if they're burning 11 million in six months, and they have a cash balance of around 11 million, Sound Energy may find it difficult to actually keep their lights on if they don't raise at maybe the current price or get some kind of financing facility we're not specifically talking about placings because Sound Energy do have a relatively high market cap. They could secure a fundraise against some assets. If we look at net assets, they are at £170 million. And the majority of those assets come from property, plant and equipment. How much of this accounts for debt, we don't actually know. But uh, they do have £30 million of that figure in intangible assets. But considering the market cap is at 93 million pounds, there's a decent risk discount. In fact, forget the equity risk premium because these shares have been battered. But I only assume that shareholders are not that interested in this company purely because of the cash burn rate and the likelihood of a future raise. They raised 2.4 million, I believe, in 2019 June. So that was three months ago and we can see that that hasn't really done them much. It would have been smarter to raise maybe a third of the market cap, get a nice rights issue out of the way, and create so much potential for further growth, maybe fund an acquisition. But that didn't happen, and it doesn't have to happen, but it could be a better situation to just get all your bad news out in one go, and then look to the future. But a lot of these companies try and just keep their shareholders happy. And that makes life very difficult, to say the least. Well, I'm looking through the account statement, trying to find more problems. But I think this is just a fairly average 
And this is because Sound Energy actually don't generate any revenue. They are an AIM company, unfortunately. But uh, that does mean that they have a lot of volatility. So if they strike, I don't know, a well that gives them a decent net pay, well, you can probably expect what's going to happen, a huge spike up and then an opportunity to raise funds. It's very predictable with these sorts of companies, but we'll have to see. Sound Energy was one a while back rumored to have one TCF of gas, but uh, all is well with actually having the asset. It's important of how you can exploit the asset and get value from it. I'll give an example. I think the company was called Frontera or Frontier. One of them, they had a, a well or something that had been producing gas for them. And these guys had something like the eighth largest discovery in the world, or one of the most quote-unquote world-class assets of its nature. Well, they couldn't actually take the asset out the ground before eventually calling for liquidators, going bust, and who knows what happened with the asset. It probably got sold by some private equity firm that just wanted to strip up the assets, make a little bit of money. Who knows? Maybe the government got their hands on it. It doesn't matter. What does matter though is that Frontera actually, or Frontier, didn't have the money to go through. And Sound Energy, I guess what they can learn from this situation is to raise in advance instead of raise when shareholders may not actually cough up the cash. But anyways, this does make a short quantum cast. For some reason, my newsfeed hadn't been working, so I had to manually source these bits of data in a sense that I actually went to their websites. I don't really like going to websites unless I'm researching a long-term investment. Sites are just full and full of crap, if that's an understatement. But if you haven't already, this is a little bit of advice. If you want to look at some of our technical analysis and hopefully get a vibe of quantum research, head on over to our site, quantumresearch.co.uk, and make sure you sign up because you'll be able to access a lot of our content. We've got a lot of new content coming soon over the next couple of months as we continuously tease. If you're interested in a new style of podcast, we did an episode labeled episode 28, how to make money from nothing. And I shared a couple of stories that had enabled me to come from a lower socioeconomic background and then actually begin investing. How did that work? I had to hustle hard. And I talk about some of the basic hustles in that podcast. That is episode 28. You can view that on our site, iTunes, YouTube, whatever, Spotify. It's totally up to you. And on that note, I've been your host, Ryan Kia. I've got a train to catch. Until next time.